Hey, and welcome to episode one of Mostly Sober with CJ. I know you're excited, I'm excited, and I have our first guest today, my good friend and fourth grade school teacher, Sam Woods. Hi. <laughs> Can we cheers to start this off? Let's cheers. There oh, we go. I love it. So we're drinking some wine. Uh, we got a Pinot mm-hmm. Grigio. Oh, should we do the disclaimer right now? Let's just do it. Okay, yeah. So we're both going to say um a lot. Um, <laughs> and you not, just have to be okay <laughs> with that. Yeah. If I, you know, any feedback you get, like, I love all feedback, but if it's just to write me and say, like, you Stop say um, um a lot, this is the disclosure. It's going to happen. Let yeah. me get used to it. <laughs> uh, first, first time, well, not first time having your voice recorded, but first time in this format doing this exactly. thing. Exactly, yeah. So just kind of roll with it. Yes. Okay, so that's the little disclosure for the beginning. Okay. So, Sam, welcome. Yes. Episode one. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you, you for allowing me to bulldoze my way into this <laughs> situation as I'm known to do. You know, uh, I had to have you on as episode yeah. one. Me and, me and Sam have been uh, best friends for over a decade. Seems um, like longer. <laughs> seems longer. It seems like forever. My gray hairs will tell another story, but <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I'll get a gray hair eventually. <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, Sam's on today. Um, we're going to talk about uh, public education. Um, we're going to probably talk about hot sauce because she's a hot sauce. Expert. Yeah, fanatic, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're also going to talk about like pop culture, things going on today in the world. Uh, So yeah, thanks for joining, and this is uh, episode one. Get ready. Cheers. Okay, so let's start off segment one of Mostly Sober with CJ. Again, we're here with Sam Woods. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about public education. Uh, We're going to do a quick Q&A kind Mm -hmm. of questions back and forth, um, get some answers and insights on your profession. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So first question, uh, hard hitter, you know, what is the most (laughs) challenging part of being a public school teacher? This is a hard hitter. Well, I mean, because there's so many challenges. Um, But as I was thinking about this interview and about talking about uh, my job and a job that a lot of people have is, uh, well, let's not beat around the bush. Public education is a broken system. Yes. We've talked about this a lot in the past, non-recording. Yeah. Um, And so there's a lot of challenges that come up. I mean, I could easily say, like, time. There's never enough time to teach ever. There's never enough time to teach a person how to be a person. Yeah. As well as academics and social, emotional, and all of the other things that go into... Because you're fourth grade. ...rearing the youth. You know, it's not just reading, writing, and arithmetic. Right. It's it's more than that. And it's definitely becoming more than that, especially with, uh, you know, the the social the social <laughs> the let's get this right sam social we are drinking economic wine. <laughs> status of yeah. the clientele of my school yes so that comes into play as well but i would say overall just um the biggest challenge is trying to get get everything in that i need to get in yeah in the short meeting, amount of time. Yeah, meeting yeah. all of the expectations of being a teacher. Like, there are all of these things that I have to do yeah. to keep my job, basically. Right. But on the outside of that is, like, how can I be a little mischievous yeah. but also kind of follow the rules and and work in some things that I think are important to talk about with kids yeah. um, that aren't necessarily a part of the curriculum but that I think just matter in becoming a person. Yeah. So I have, I'm, like... It's basically like walking the line and um, 
keeping a balance between, okay, these are all the things that you have to learn because you're going to be tested on them. Yeah. And these are the things that I just, in my heart, think you should know. Yeah. If you're going to be a good person. Well, and we've talked about this before. It's not, um, you know, people think of a curriculum as like the state hands you this thing and you right. have to do everything in this thing. It, it, to my understanding, it's more of talking points. It's more of you got to hit these certain things, mm-hmm. but you decide kind of what's going what on outside like. of that. And mm-hmm. the conversations, you know, they're not going to give you a curriculum on how to deal with, um, you know, racism or bigotry. And, right. you know, and these are things that are kind of firing up more so today publicly. Oh, yeah. So working in a public school, working with kids at a fourth grade level, you're dealing with, you know, them calling each other names, them, mm-hmm. them you know, bullying is so huge mm-hmm. um, right now. I mean, it always has been, but the focal point on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's that I think that would definitely be my number one challenge is like, how do I meet the criteria of the basics of the job and then expand on that and and lead my kids into not just you know, not just being able to pass a test, yeah, but also being able to have social skills, like yeah. carry on a conversation, right. sign a check. I mean, there's there's literally so many other things yeah. besides the stuff that I'm supposed to teach. Right. So I think just went yeah. full grandma and said sign a check. I mean, I'm not sure <laughs> by the this, time they. I have I so many old people that are like, "Are you teaching kids how to sign a check?" And I'm like, "I guess." You're like, by the I time they graduate that? and can get a bank account, I don't know if their checks are going to be around. Yeah, I, I'm like, I think direct deposit is just going to take care of that for us. Right. But I mean, in the meantime, maybe it would be a good idea to teach people how to sign a check. I think the more important thing that I've done in a lesson, in a math lesson before is I've taught students like about gratuity and how to tip, like what, (laughs) what is a tip? Like what does that mean? Yeah. And And why we do it and why people need it and wage gap and all that stuff. So on and so forth. So (laughs) we're going to go to question number two. Um, and this is a little more lighthearted, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, what inspired you to pursue education and what is the most rewarding part of being a teacher? Well, I don't know if you... In five words or less. If it's gonna, just Oh kidding. my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be lighthearted because I'm going to make you cry. Okay. No. Here we go. Um, it's that what inspired me to be a teacher was I saw that the world was fucked and I wanted <laughs> to help change it. There we go. That's not five words, but <laughs> no, um, I just, I honestly didn't ever picture myself being a teacher and I didn't really I wasn't really interested in kids until I started the profession but I think like in educating kids what did I say (laughs) interested in kids (laughs) just for drinking wine full stop um (laughs) no but but I think my inspiration was like I really want to make a difference I want to contribute in some way in my life and I I felt like this is a good like it, it fits me and it suits me well. And I also like to hear the sound of my own voice. Yeah. So talking, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's coupling those two inspirations together. Yeah. Say the second part of the question again. Uh, most rewarding. Oh, most, most rewarding. I was thinking about this before. Um, getting to work with kids, obviously, and getting to be like kind of a foundational person in their learning about the world yeah. is one thing, but then also just on a personal more selfish level. Um, I like being in a job and in a career field where the sky is the limit. Yeah. Like there, I can always learn more stuff. More, I can learn more stuff. <laughs> I can learn more I stuff. I can learn more things. <laughs> I can always better myself. Like there's so many different routes that you can go in education and, yeah. um, there's just, there's no, like there's no level. end point to my yeah. job. Yeah. Like I'm not ever done. Right. And I like that as a person that's 
neurotic and is always looking for another task yeah. and I'm very structured and I want to finish things so that yeah. I can brag about them. <laughs> and we were talking about that. Like you could, you could, um, teach abroad, you yeah, know, and yeah. they'll pay for your housing and mm-hmm. you could, you know, you can travel the world. You can help teach in underprivileged countries. Um, right. you yourself can go back to school again, like, you know, get Which your PhD. Doing, yeah. 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 And teach at a college level if you wanted to. There's so many different routes and so many different beneficial ways you can go with it. Um, yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, I do have a, um, Kind of funny question. So what is the connection between teaching and after work drinking? Well, there's a 100% connection and you've (laughs) been the witness of this. Multiple Um, times. Full disclosure, drinking and working do not ever go together. Yeah. Unless it's grading papers on the weekend. But I'm not ever drunk when I'm with kids. Just (laughs) just making that clear. I said obviously, but you know. (laughs) You guys will probably want to know that yeah. Sam doesn't drink and work. No, absolutely not. <laughs> That's why I clarified after work. Drinks. I would never be able to keep with uh, keep up with kids if I was under the influence of anything. No, no. besides coffee. Right. Um, <laughs> but there's a, there's definitely a strong connection, and through my time like in the education field, I definitely have seen a big correlation between drinking and teaching. Yeah. Like teachers drink. Yeah. We all know this. This is like I feel like this is just commonplace knowledge, yeah. right? Um, it's I mean, just, you look at your work day. Like, what's your average work day? Like, <sighs> how many hours? Um, well, it's it's seven seven hours, like technically on the clock. Yeah. But then that goes and whole, into how old are fourth graders? Fourth graders are nine and ten. Nine and ten. So yeah. seven hours with, with nine, nine and, and ten, ten year olds. <laughs> so that answers the question I need right a drink there. Of wine. Cheers, right here. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a big it's a big commitment. It's a big job, yeah. and it's. It's not the best way to unwind because I find, like, obviously doing good things like working out, meditating, yeah, all the stuff you're there's supposed time. to do. There's time for all of that is, in your like, day. like, that's what really helps me unwind. But sometimes I just need a quick fix. Yeah. And that's... I mean, I went out with a group of teachers one time and, you know, names undisclosed um (laughs) but they go wild it was a friday Mm -hmm. and they were just going ham and it was awesome yeah you know and i was like okay you do this you do this public service that you get paid you know but you're 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 inspiring a whole nother generation you're teaching them you're molding them at its best on your time off if you want to get a drink and fucking do karaoke or ride a bowl (laughs) or you know Whatever Dread legal things, yeah, sing that song. do it. Sing the song do on it. the bowl, honey. And sing the song on the bowl, honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question, kind of of the Q and A part. Uh, uh, this is a burning question I have. This can I kind of it's, it's well, deep. we've talked about it's this, intense. but we haven't recorded. Get ready, it. yeah. Get ready. How often do you eat school lunch? Oh my gosh, you know me. <laughs> you know my food preferences and particularities, <laughs> if that's even a word. Yeah, but um, I don't. Okay, wait, hold on. I have had one piece of food from a, from my school cafeteria before. Yep. And that was actually the first school lunch I've ever eaten. What was it? Because I'm a privileged child <laughs> and my mom packed me lunch every single day of my entire life. You can admit it. I think you missed out. You know, chicken sandwich I probably day, did. I pizza probably Fridays. I probably didn't build up an immunity, which is why I'm always getting <laughs> sick because I wasn't eating the... Anyways. <laughs> eating the <laughs> trails off. I have, I have had a chicken drumette. From school, a, chicken. a fried chicken drumette. Okay, that's what we call it, right? How the was drum, it? the drumstick. Yeah, it was good. It was really crispy and fried. And Ooh. then every other thing, and any teacher that gets school lunch, I just stare at with disgust. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you you're doing? Like, you're like, you have, I have my a salami bank account and, and <laughs> charcuterie. What are you doing? 
You have a whole spread. Oh my God, that's so funny. Okay, uh, so segment one, there we go. Public education. I think we uh, we learned that's, a lot. I mean, that's really just the tip of the iceberg, but for oh, future episodes, yeah. we can d- yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to have a three-hour first episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't win baseball. <laughs> okay, time to uh, re-up on some wine, and we'll be right back. Woohoo! Okay, welcome to the second segment of Mostly Sober with CJ. Welcome. Uh, we have had um, a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> two? Uh, probably more than two at this Three? point. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, not split, like each. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Okay. So the, the second segment, we're just roughly calling it five and five. Uh, it's going to be five questions yes. in five minutes, uh, about a minute to answer, um, a little less. Uh, I'm going to give a little feedback. We're going to have a little go back and forth. Um, wrap around. So let's, yeah, wrap around, reach around, do it all. <laughs> okay. Uh, so first question, a Super Bowl halftime show. What is your reaction to the halftime show? I loved it. I thought Shakira just showed up showed and up. showed, showed out. out. Oh my god, oh. she was amazing. Oh, um, I died. She will being her first song. There's a she. Yeah, I and died. she was howling. I'm yeah. like, this is like a full moon. <laughs> this is, Please, this is everything. Also, just a little background. J Lo was like. I had her CD. Yeah. Listened to it every day. Yeah. Would do choreography dances to it. What's a CD? Just kidding. What is a CD? <laughs> um, so both impressed me. Yeah. Was a little bit uh, confused by the reaction of others online. Oh, my God. Uh, but we won't talk about that Do much. Do we approach that for a second? <laughs> I mean, I just, I didn't, it I wasn't was offended so by it at all. Actually, you it know what? So, this is a family show. <laughs> I think, how cool that two, what, am I wrong to say 50 plus? Are they both over the... No, JLo's 50. 40 plus. Um, yeah, uh, Shakira's okay. 43. Two 40 plus hot ass women. Yeah strutting their stuff. Latino women. What is more appropriate like, than that? Oh my gosh. That's the most appropriate thing I could show my kids. The dancing, the, the, her in the pole, like people are like, oh, she's on a stripper pole. She's a pole. Like it's a pole. It's a pole. And she's not a stripper. So it's not, you know, and, and even if even she if was, she was exactly. Dude, <laughs> are you going to raise your kids thinking that strippers don't exist? Exactly. What's happening here? Or that they're bad people? Yeah, no, they're, that's. I think we hit a minute mark. So let's go. Okay, um, fine. box versus bottle. We're talking about wine here. Of course we let's are. Let's go. So maybe you're favorite bottle your favorite box or what do you what do you think is better for the environment go with it go with the question box versus bottle oh don't put the environment on me now just throw it okay so i mean i think that there's more of a variety in bottle yeah so i would my gut tells me go with bottle just because there's more of a variety and i don't drink wine to save the environment i drink wine because i like the taste of it and i like the feel of it yeah um but there i will say like the box game has gotten a lot better over the years Definitely. Like, just shout out um, Black Box Pinot Grigio. Is if what you we're want to sponsor today. CJ in the future, <laughs> don't don't be hesitant to reach hello, out. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> okay, uh, let's jump into Democratic nominee. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, yeah, you know, I gotta go politics. The most calm. Who's who's just... who's gonna who's gonna beat Trump? That's what I think. Everybody's baseline oh for 2020. Who out of your picks? So we got the top four. Let's say the top four. Bernie, Elizabeth Warren. Um, we have Pete Buttigieg and we have Joe Biden. Right. So, I mean, honestly, I, that's if you if you're asking who's going to beat Trump, I don't know if I can answer that question because I feel pretty grim about the whole situation. Yeah. But who am I interested in? I mean, I've always been interested in Bernie and I Same. always will be. Yeah. And I think like 
there's there's terrible things that you can say about any political candidate ever in the whole entire world of course but one positive thing i can say about him that not many people can refute is that he's always been the same yeah like he he is always been fighting for the same cause as much as people waver in politics he's always been for the same shit which i really appreciate i'm like i know what i'm getting yeah and i can look into it and i'm sure that i would find things about him that i'm not crazy about but for for most of it i feel like he's been honest about who he is yeah and i like that and i think i i will say that i think he could beat trump i think that we saw in the 2016 election i think you saw a lot of bernie bros which i don't agree with a lot of the misogyny a lot of the things they they have said online i you i think you saw a lot of them go to trump once hillary was named the nominee um and i think i think bernie is the viable candidate i think i think he's the one that could beat trump and yeah, so we're going to bounce so. bounce right from that to question four. Your favorite first lady. Whew. Okay. So I'm going to hijack this question. and Hijack away. I, my favorite uh, first lady connected person is Monica Lewinsky. Okay. And why I say that is <laughs> <Got> because <laughs> not... Okay. So Hillary is another podcast, another yeah. time. But um, I like the... Um, I like the trajectory of Monica Lewinsky in my consumption of her, if that makes sense. Like when I was a kid, all of the adults in my life were like, Oh my God, like what a bad person. She fucked up the presidency. Like she's why all this stuff is going on. She's she's such a whatever. Yeah. And then now that I'm hearing her side of the story and she's speaking out and doing a lot of like philanthropic work and being impactful to women's rights, I'm like, Oh, like she was just a naive 19 year old girl that was impressed by power. Yeah. It was the story We've of her has just there. completely changed in my mind. Yeah. So I feel like she's a very influential person in that respect. Yeah. And she just kind of like shifted my mind in a way, which was cool. Okay. I love it. I'm going to say Michelle Obama really quick. Cause it's just obsessed. <laughs> love her. Love her till the end of time. Um, okay. Last one. Uh, fuck, Mary kill mm. my favorite game. My, oh, my all time, maybe my What's most better? favorite What's better game. better than this game? I, nothing. Okay. So we're just going to do the J's really quick. Okay? okay. Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Lawrence go. Okay. So, I'm going to fuck Jennifer Aniston because everyone wants to. Yeah. That's a done deal. I yeah. don't need to explain that at all. I'm, oddly enough, I'm going to kill Jennifer Lopez. And the only reason that I have for doing this is because Disclaimer, she wants to. not only, she's not going to ever kill Jennifer <laughs> Lopez. That's a, it's just the game. This goes down in history <laughs> is what she said one time. Because that's what we live in right yeah. now. Um, no, but I would only kill her because she wants to live forever. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, you don't smoke, you don't drink, you don't go in the sun, you don't do anything fun, so I'm just going to kill you. And what an ironic death that would be for you. <laughs> oh, God. And then um, Jennifer Lawrence I would marry because I have to be with someone that can make me laugh. Yeah. And she's funny. Yeah. She's okay. the funniest of the three. I'll, I'll give, like, I'll give my three really quick. Um, okay. Marry Jennifer Aniston because Rachel and she is, yeah. you know. That's, that's fine. Hello, yeah. you know. Uh, fuck Jennifer Lopez because... <laughs> the halftime Super Bowl <laughs> show. Just um, that, that one document yeah. on its own. <laughs> yes. And then J-Law, I mean, sorry. Wow. You're, yeah, we are she totally reversed Yeah, this. she hasn't been around long enough. She, I didn't grow up with her. She's not Jenny from the block. She's not Rachel. Like, yeah. I, you know, okay. Hunger Games. We all get hungry. Yeah, well, maybe she'll kill you. Right. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was five and five. Uh, we're coming right back.
So we are finally in segment three. I say finally like it's been such a long time coming. <laughs> um, we're going to turn the tables and I'm going to ask you some questions. Oh, okay. So I've got three questions for you. The first one's going to be a little bit shorter and then the other two might take some thought and time. Are you thought ready? Thought and time. There we go. Map it out for me. Okay. So the first question that I have for you is about sports. It's a sports related question. Oh my God. And this you is know. what you get for saying sports maybe in your intro. <laughs> we'll talk about sports maybe and then i have sam woods on and it's like yep yeah it's gonna happen so my question for you is i want to know how many nfl teams you can name go oh okay um the seahawks the 49ers the dolphins the ravens the chiefs which i don't know if it's appropriate um the uh giants yep the Patriots. What about your LA? The teams? Steelers, the Chargers, the Rams. Thank you. Um uh, and the Bears. Yep, that's a team. Oh, the Bears. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears and um, Packers. Packers. Well, now you're just helping. Did you say the Patriots? I said the Patriots. Oh, okay. I said the p- p- Patriots. <laughs> Okay, yeah. That's pretty good. That, that, that was a Better good Better than I thought you would yeah. do, honestly. No, I mean, I I watch things. You watch There's news. news. <laughs> there's news. All the, all the titles. I thought you were going to say, there's nudes. I'm like, well, I'm sure there is. <laughs> I'm saying, you get me started about tight ends, wide receivers. <laughs> I get it, okay? I understand a little bit. The comedy is not lost on you. Okay, my second question for you is, we need to turn back time a little bit. Okay. Um, now I don't remember what this question was <laughs> I just have turn back time share. Remind me. Yeah. No, you know, turn back time. Like we're going to, if I could go back in time. Yes. 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 Okay. Thank you. We've been so, drinking wine. <laughs> so Shout out to Black can, Box Pinot Grigio. <laughs> if you could go back and talk to a 20 year old version of yourself. Yeah. What's one piece of advice that you would give? Oh, that's kind of, it's a great question. Um, 20 year old me, as opposed to almost 30 year old me Uh in November, that's like a decade. Um, First of all, 20 year old me was not out. Um, I was not um, an out gay man. Um, I struggled in the closet for a very long time um, with my sexuality, with religion, with how I felt about myself and who I was coming to. Um, I've always told people, I think... Who you were coming on. Yeah, yeah coming on, coming to, <laughs> coming in. Uh, no, it, very, <laughs> very good point. Um, I, I always say that sexuality is fluid. I, mm-hmm. I think that I came out when I um, was supposed to. Yeah. Um, for myself, for my for own you. journey. Yeah. Um, do I wish that I could have been out from the time that... I had inklings or knew 13, 14, you know, Mm. out in high school. Yes. Um, But, you know, I came out at 22. So two years before that. I turned 20 in Atlanta. Um, I was Mm. living there at the time. Um, I remember Yeah, it's crazy to think about it. But if I could go back, I would just say be authentic. Be yourself. Um, Know that your feelings and the things you're feeling are real and and normal. Um, And know... I think, like, have yeah. more of an idea of how much support and love I always had around me that yeah. I didn't ever realize Notice. was around me, yeah. you know? Like, I, I, I realized, I mean, I had, like, my best friends and right. stuff, but, yeah, when it comes to 
20, I would say I wasn't out and I, I was a, a, a fragment of myself. Right. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that was hiding. Yeah. Yeah. That later came to be. Exactly. I like that. That's great. Um, what is your favorite Memora? Memoraya, Memoraya Carey. Probably Mariah Carey. Probably. Okay. What's your favorite memory of a shared memory of us? A shared memory of us. Um, I'm glad you asked this because I think it's important. You're my first guest, and yeah. with every guest that I have on, like I have a history with. Um, right. You and me have a a, a big history. Tumultuous um, past. Yeah. Uh, my favorite memory would probably be a combination of, you know, conversations that we've had, mm-hmm. talks that we've had one-on-one, um, drinking, chain smoking, and just like <laughs> going, diving into politics, diving into social justice issues. Yeah. Um, specific, um, you know, when you came up and stayed for Pride, that was super fun. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of fun there. Um, in the past, the dollhouse has a ton of memories. I wet your bed that yes. one time. Um, <laughs> but I woke you up right away and told you I did it. You knew. And then I cleaned it, you know. I peed your bed, Sam. You okay? did. And you know what? You're the only person that owned up to it. And it's happened multiple times. So thank you for that. At least you came. You fucking stood in your truth. Exactly. Yeah. At least I didn't came. <laughs> No, okay. I mean, we have a lot of funny memories. What's, your, what's your favorite? Um, oh, and that one time we made out when you were on Spice. Go. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Spice. People died from that. Yeah, it was I, weird. Uh, I made out with you and I was on Spice one time. Yeah. Later, later on, I realized again that you were not into me. You never have been. Okay, anyways. Um, you were my, my Spice girl. <laughs> you were my, I was your Spice queen. <laughs> spice girl. I know, but... Okay. Oh, yeah, Spice queen, yeah. Um... My favorite memory, my favorite memory of you isn't really a memory, but just like a greater understanding of our relationship. Um, I just, my, my like come to Jesus moment. That's like what people say, right? Like I don't believe in Jesus or God or whatever, but (laughs) my, my awakening within our friendship was just all of uh, the accumulation of you making me understand what being gay is and like what it means to be friends with people that are that have a heteronormative understanding of life yeah and just I feel like your friendship and you as a person have opened me up to so many different understandings of what it means to be a person in gender and sexuality that I as a like cisgendered person that identifies as the person that I was you know the body that I was born into yeah um i I, you have brought in my perspectives and horizons. That sounds like so woke and cliche. But I feel like without meeting you and without all of the challenges that we pose to each other and all the struggles that we've been through as a friendship, I wouldn't be as open-minded for sure. I definitely would not be as open-minded. I was very close-minded when we met. And I was very no. like... <laughs> <laughs> I was very close-minded. I was very privileged. I was, I was not open to understanding other people's perspectives. And, of course, there's been other things in my life that have opened my mind up to things. But I think, yeah. like, you being a very close friend of mine, you, were, you, did a, you laid a lot of the groundwork for all of the mind-boggling things that I encountered later on. Aww. So, 
That that's, was very that's a special sweet. thing. Look at that. <laughs> Only for the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. She's being a little sweetie. She came <laughs> to terms with it all. Oh my gosh. Okay, so is that your last question? That's all the questions that I have for you tonight, okay. sir. So that was uh, Turn the Table. Thank you for turning those tables. Now, you know, I'll turn the table any day. Wicky, 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 wicky. Okay. Um, yeah. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to hear what uh, lesser guests you have after this. The lesser. <laughs> but I am, yeah. Shit. Mild, oh. mild shade. Yeah. Mild shade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, thank you, Sam, um, for being on the show. My pleasure. Um, First episode, wouldn't have done it any other way. Yeah. Um, a little Sunday fun day, a little half uh, box of Pinot Grigio from Black Box. Sponsor me. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I really appreciate it. You're one of my best friends. And I Same. think that these conversations, we always have them. And I'm, I'm so glad that now they're, they're on recording. Yeah, and we yeah. can always look back and be like, oh, exactly. Yeah, we and smart. obviously you're going to be on here a million more times. So everyone so. get ready. Yes. Okay. Thanks for listening. Of course. (laughs) Thank you. Hey, and thanks for tuning in to Mostly Sober with CJ. The episode is over because now we're no longer mostly sober. I can't tell you how much it means to me that you took 30 minutes out of your day to join me and my guests as we drink, discuss, and bullshit. If you enjoyed today's episode and you're interested in being a guest, or if you have burning questions you want me to answer on next week's episode, go ahead and message me on Instagram at Mostly Sober with CJ. Thanks again. Love you all. Until next time. Cheers.